Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Preaching Extinction Podcast. I hope you guys all had a wonderful two, three weeks. These porpoises are very inconsistent, so longer than than two weeks, or exactly two weeks. Who knows? Um, how's everybody doing today? Pretty good. Well, good, good, good. Actually, not that great, just because of what happened just recently with uh, one yeah. particular whale. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I thought you were talking about your car because we were talking about your car before this episode. But well, yeah, uh, I mean, that also sucks. <laughs> yes. Um, not yeah. as much as this. Um, not as much as what happened. So there are some like potential reports of K44 being entangled off the coast of Oregon. And um, is now dead. And is now dead. Is it? Is he confirmed dead? Because I have not. Yeah, he was yeah, confirmed, he's confirmed dead a while there, ago. Yeah, he, this, yeah, this was a couple of hours ago. Somebody took a picture. Okay. The the photo is from a couple months ago, and then he was announced as painting about leave. Oh, okay. And then LA file, but they didn't officially say anything until the census. But like, I've known about L eighty nine because they've put it in some of their reports. So at the end of sightings, they've said a couple times L eighty nine has not been seen, but they haven't said anything official. They were waiting for the census. So the census was just reporting on K21, K44, and L89's presumed passings. Rip. Yeah. Oh, like, I mean, I don't mean that, like, in a, like, actually, rest in peace, whales. Um, <laughs> you don't mean that in the sarcastic way? <laughs> yeah, not in the sarcastic way. I just, I say rip too much that, like, I just was like, oh, wait, this is, like, we can't say it like that. Um, can't say yeah, it like that. Yeah, K-44 was, yeah, K-44 was last seen in April, and the killer whale that was spotted entangled, deceased, when it was yeah. seen entangled off coast of Oregon was in June. In June, okay. So, but uh, yeah, but so now it's and now it's been confirmed. Yeah, they've now. Well, they're pretty sure that that was K forty four, given size, age, and markings. So yeah. they're pretty sure that was K forty four, and K pod was seen off the coast of Oregon a couple times in that time period. That's yeah, like when we saw K forty five off of boats off the coast of Oregon. So. Yes, no. it's very, it is very sad because I remember when the the story about well came out and people were like, oh, like it can't, it probably isn't a resident because there's transients everywhere. It's like no, it was in fact a transient, and uh, was in fact a resident. Yeah, they're pretty sure that it was. Pretty sure they believe it was K forty four. You can't, we can't say like for sure because there wasn't a retrieved body or more than one photo. Right. But, like we do have the it's photo. Suspected. Yeah. It, right, right, right. It's they believe that it's K it was K44. Yeah. This time I found a second ago. Super hard to get that information though, since it's literally the ocean and the animals can and it was like one photo from I believe fishermen as well that just snapped the photo. Okay. Got or so it was someone on a boat because it was off the coast. Wow. Um but yeah, it's a sad photo. Very it's sad. Better now that it's a it's resident. Really sad. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's see with the babies and then those ones being dead. That what does that bring our population? To? 73. The last consensus was 74. So okay. they, they dropped one. 73. Yeah. So now it's population as, as as like two years ago. I think so. 
because I remember when I first heard about the Sun Residents, they they were at 73 or 72. 72 is the lowest that they've dropped to, I believe. Right, well, then it was 73. Yeah, they were. They've been 73 before. They've been. I mean, they've been 73 before, but the I think the last consent because the consensus is the once a year July number that so the Center for Research does, but throughout the year the number does fluctuate. Just once a year every July Center for Research like says okay this is yeah. how many there are now the next year this is how many there are now mm. type of a thing all right sure. yeah jk and l were all spotted this week or last week the 21st or the 23rd so amazing they're around they're around um well that's good to hear that they've at least been spotted and hopefully there's no more unexpected deaths um so that's good but we are here for our last episode doing listening to whales with alexander morton um and there will be some changes coming to our poor episodes here so um unfortunately kendra will be leaving us um so sad we have really appreciated she's like waving her microphone is is off it's the princess wave like (laughs) If you've seen the Princess Diaries. Yes, the princess wave. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But, yes, so Kendra is off doing big girl things at her big girl job, and she this is very time-consuming, so um, Kendra will be leaving us. But she's still going to be our social media gal, so, um, yeah. But thank you for, you know, being a part of this project as long as you have been. It, like, truly has been a pleasure to have you on here. It's been such a pleasure. Well, I love talking, so and it's probably not my last time, like ever. Yeah, you're on yeah. preaching extinction. It's just we'll the, totally see you again. Yeah, the poor episodes, like frequency with a full time job and and just having to live life, sadly, huh, hmm, um, yeah. is a lot. <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. understandable. Um, which so proud of you for like getting a full time job. job and doing the thing, you know? <laughs> so get it, girl. That always sounds no. funny. It's like, congrats on getting a job because it can be so like passive aggressive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow, good job. You got a job. Wow, good job. Good job. You have a but job. It, I mean, this is a competitive field and like you've worked really hard and you like very much earned the position that you got. And so like, it's great. It's like in a non-sarcastic, <laughs> non-sassy way like seriously yeah. congrats on that job. very proud of you so thank job. you thank yeah. you thank you amazing mm-hmm. um so this will be kendra's last episode for now obviously always welcome back to talk about whatever kendra wants to talk about um and probably you will be back on eventually um fred and i caught up on the phone a few weeks ago and he the three of us should get together and potentially four of us liam if you want to um and yeah. do an, uh, an episode at some point. Yeah, those are always really chaotic. So <laughs> they really are. Um, there, me yeah. and you and Fred are chaotic. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and then I, I'm thinking back to that one like super podcast that we did where we combined like four podcasts into one. <laughs> no, no, that was um, a choice. It was a choice. <laughs> a choice. I think I remember something like that happening. Yeah, we made I a think- decision for sure with that one. 
it was it was a decision was made a <laughs> podcast was posted and that's yeah it, <laughs> it happened it's that it's up <laughs> so yeah feel free to if you feel like inclined go listen to it if you don't it's like mythology of of whale podcasts exactly yeah um amazing so we are here to discuss the last three chapters of four chapters because that last chapter was like two pages of alexander morton's book listening to whales um this woman just like how she's like, like amazing literally i'm just like there's no words to like describe just everything like she's just been through like so much like and also like i mean it's really hard to study marine science like it takes like an immense amount of like privilege or in her case like what undying dedication and like just savviness and like she's just like out here surviving literally in the wilderness and like figuring out how to be a mom and like also trying to like study and save whales um and the last couple chapters dive into her work with the fish farms um which is primarily where she you know spends a lot of her it's time now, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um it's so a of time now <laughs> yeah. all of it exactly um but yeah like it, it was interesting to hear her talk about like when she started to dive into things with the fish farms that she spent a lot of time like writing letters um and you know trying to reach out to different politicians and at different points she felt like there wasn't hope and then she had a conversation with Jane Goodall that kind of revitalized her a little bit where Jane Goodall was like you know people are savvy and passionate and like we can do this which it's good to you know like even hearing that secondhand like from the book it is good to hear because like we I feel like all of us have moments of not having hope when we you know think about the planet or the southern residents or whatever environmental issue um, but I did think it was very interesting that when she was reaching out to different politicians and government organizations, like people were slipping her information like under the table and like people were not able to fully have conversations with her. Um, and, you know, obviously we see similar dynamics play out with the Southern resident issue. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so you guys, that was good. That was a really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, I, yeah, it, this was, uh, this was a nice conclusion. Uh, these last couple of chapters, I think were a nice conclusion to the book. And I think I brought this up on the last purpose, on the last purpose that we did. I don't know if Kendra, you were here for it. Uh, but this is during this part uh, toward the end of the book, it begins to, act as a good transfer or you know segue into uh her next book uh not on my watch because this is when she starts or at the point in her life where she starts finding out what's going on with the farm salmon and the hesitancy of um of you know the bc provisional government to do anything about it well when they do do something about it and initially they promoted it and encourage people to come and farm salmon out in this way how just how and she just realized how big of an impact that was right away and uh but yeah it's the whole the whole book is you know it's amazing to read through this woman's life and i think it's a good it's a i think it acts as the process that many it, it's a good it's a good representation of the process that many um 
whale nerds go through in the, the whole, the learning, the hopelessness, the hopefulness, the wittiness, the, the ups and downs. And the fact that she was able to do all this while having a child and after losing her husband is absolutely incredible. She is an amazing, amazing woman. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely like, you know, that's, I think one of the things that sometimes people like don't talk about just in general, because I think maybe people just, you know, uh, more and more people are becoming uh, more educated on like emotions and vulnerability. And sometimes vulnerability, like in the context of environmentalism or in work, like to some people maybe doesn't feel appropriate or maybe doesn't feel comfortable. I mean, vulnerability is uncomfortable for a lot of people, even if you're, you know, even if it's the three of us who are close friends having a conversation. Um, but, and, you know, I just really appreciate that she was able to be like vulnerable and talk about like the different struggles that she went through because, you know, I think we all experience those things. And like, I really love that even despite like all of the trauma that she went through, that she didn't give up, like she kept going, like that's incredibly inspiring because like, I know personally, and this is like something that I'm working on on my own. Like I have a sense of jadedness from like trauma that I have experienced like in the field um and like just trauma from life in general um and you know this is a woman who didn't you know get jaded or maybe if she did shouldn't let it anybody see it um which you know not to say that you know you shouldn't we fluctuate with our emotions and with how we feel but she was just really able to like persevere and like continue to do the work that she was doing and have a positive impact despite like kind of being in survival mode all the time with like literally trying to find a place to live on the island and just like you know having to chop wood for herself and like raise her son um so overall very inspiring i definitely recommend this book yeah whether or not you're a whale nerd whether or not yeah um for anyone um Kendra what were your thoughts yeah I think that it is like a good branch into her next book and into other issues that like the coast is facing because it's it's a it's a auto it's a biography for her that this is her experience so it leads into her next biography about the next experience of her life and it follows all the changes she saw like the whale watching industry and just the general how people treat whales not industry but everything Mm -hmm. um kind of following captivity you get like an insight into some whales that were in captivity one still is but like that she worked with and changes in that sense she doesn't really touch on like that a ton but it's just an interesting perspective if you do know about like corky who's now in seaworld san diego like it's just interesting to know and then moving into her next book where she like summarizes this one in like the first few chapters, but then jumps right into more of the nitty gritty fish farm and salmon information. Whereas this is more whale focused, like maybe someone likes salmon now and liked whales. That's a good one to branch into. Um, but the issues that that's bringing to the coastline, cause it is the same coastline of the Southern residents, which, you know, Breaching Extinction podcast, focus like Southern residents, we love them. Okay. Northern residents, like it affects all kinds of critters up here, um, and like the, I mean, the fish farm industry is more than just BC as well. 
the fish farm industry is off of the East Coast and in the Atlantic. It is in Norway. It is in Chile. It is in a ton of places, which is another great book for that is Salmon Wars, which is all about um, fish farms. And I think they reference her in it. Here it is. Anyone wants to look at it. This book's all about fish farms, but it's more from like the nitty gritty historical sense or historical background of the Atlantic salmon industry as a whole. Doesn't really focus a ton on Pacific salmon. So if people are like Pacific salmon stands only, this might be a little bland for you. But if you wanna know about fish farms more than just an activist perspective from more about the history of the industry, I would recommend this book, Salmon Wars. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just interesting and, and it's a great book and people should read it and she has great writing truly she, yeah she she truly yeah she, really she's really good. very engaging yes okay. amazing um yeah no she she's a fantastic writer inspiring woman like get it alexandra um again she is the dolly parton of wales she is the queen and we love it um but yeah, I like, I'd love to see the, you know, I think too, like the lesson that we learned from this, which I feel like my brain's kind of been all over the place um, in this episode. So sorry, listeners. Um, but I feel like one of the things that we can take away from this is like looking at the ecosystem as a whole. So she started out with that care, like the love for the charismatic megafauna, which a lot of us do, and then moved over to, you know, the animal that maybe some, some people are not so interested and don't care so much about. Um, and, you know, every facet of the environment is really important. And like, you know, we should just be as excited about kelp and salmon and like nudibranchs as we are about whales, because all of them are important. All of them are equal, equally deserving of protection. Um, yeah. You know, well, I feel like it's a story of growth and yes. the That's evolution a great way of someone. So it's less like I would describe it less as ooh, a whale book in the sense of like um, I'd say the Southern Resident book by Monica. Oh my Shields. God, what is her? Yes, thank you. By Monica Shields is like a whale book that's about the Southern Residents and maybe Integrate Silence. I haven't reread it in a while, but the about the Exxon Valdez oil spill. Um, the that those are like whale books, and this of course has a whale focus. Uh, duh, but it's about Alexandra Morton and her journey from like a bachelor's degree to what she does now where she has a PhD. It's an honorary PhD that she was like granted. It wasn't like she did the seven years of, yeah. of getting your postdoc, but anyway, but she has like this PhD and she has done many studies on the issues regarding or surrounding salmon farms, working with other organizations um, up here. So like see, she's worked with Sea Shepherd, I think Redfish, Rest, Redfish Restoration. She helped found the Raincoast environmental organization i think they're just called raincoast conservation but like all that kind of stuff like she's done a lot more than just whales and mm-hmm. it shows her evolution of starting with whales and dolphins and yeah. going to another form of another critter to study but also her life like being a mom falling in love or being in love with your husband and tragedy hitting and adjusting to that with having a career and a kid yeah like that's in and of itself those few chapters are a lot to yeah. to learn from or to just think about if and if you don't have kids or you don't have a partner that's died yeah but to read about because it's a, an impress it's her journey that happens to include and have a big focus on whales that's how yeah. i would describe this one 
Yeah, absolutely. It's only the first half. My God, she does way more with with Salmon. Like the other, like Integrate Silent, not Integrate Silence. Not in my watch is like the sequel. Yeah, it's yeah. Goes into her second part or into more (laughs) detail about what she gets into at the end. And then on top, because she's older now and has been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. It's like, you know, centered around whales, but like a story of her growth, which like we love to see. I like I'm just like obviously a huge fan of like vulnerability and like personal growth. And I think it's something that we should all like think about and consider. Like it does make us better environmentalists. Like, and she's a great example of that because she just, you know, you see her overcome these different obstacles. And like the more that she bettered herself, she was able to better the work that she did. And like, you know, she talked about those tragedies with her husband. And at the end, when she talked about finding Eric and like being able to find love again, like that definitely made my heart feel very warm inside because that's what she deserves and like you know that's amazing that she was able to like find that again open herself back up to love and you know it just it all around it was a happy ending and she just like obviously continues to go out there and just kick ass um because that's all she's capable of doing is just kicking ass all day every day yeah yes so um 11 out of 10 would recommend this book to every person, even if you're not interested in whales. Um, But yeah, this was a fantastic novel. Does anyone have any final thoughts on the book or the last four chapters that we read? Not really. I mean, I think it was, it's a perfect, like I said, it's a perfect conclusion. That's a great segue to our next book. And yeah, it's a testament to of someone who's done amazing things in her life yes amazing exactly yes well um this is our final poor episode with kendra rip um <laughs> and liam and i have found another co-host um who is also an ex-mormon from arizona with a marine biology degree <laughs> so wow a true replacement i'm a little i think i'm a little offended um who is this person (laughs) she's not adopted um it's madison bashford and she was on the podcast she's done research at john hopkins lab um she made like tags for squid to study squid movement um and she currently lives in arizona um and is moving into a position as a biology teacher um but she will eventually get back to marine science and um her and i'll be doing an episode where we're going to introduce her and talk a little bit about why she's in arizona right now versus being in the field of marine science kind of playing into the themes of vulnerability which we talked about here um but yeah no definitely you're irreplaceable but i just thought that it was hysterical <laughs> that you say that- irreplaceable or you are replaceable <laughs> you are irreplaceable <laughs> irreplaceable no one can replace Kendra sure what and only Kendra um I'm I'm I don't believe that now (laughs) but like it kind of sounds my mic keeps cutting out so it kind of sounds like it's saying you're replaceable oh my god well okay my mic keeps cutting out because I'm sitting in a parking lot at Starbucks I hope everyone just heard Peaches snore next to me because I have a work thing after this so I have to do that um and so I'm sitting in a parking lot at Starbucks because 
I live in the middle of the forest and it takes me like 45 minutes to get anywhere. So gang gang. Um, you are irreplaceable, Kendra. Thank exactly. You. Yes. I believe you. Good. <laughs> Do I believe Erica? <laughs> um, please believe me. <laughs> <laughs> if you I say swear. so. I swear. I swear on peaches. That tells you how serious it is. It was pretty serious. So I'm the closest serious. thing to replace people that's here. Stop, Liam. Enough <laughs> of that. No. We're all just dragging you now. We're going to have a tell-all episode. Yeah. yeah. The abuse on, we face I'm gonna go on, at I'm gonna go, on M- I'm gonna go on NPR and Robert Siegel is going to interview me and I'm going to just be shooting on Ken all the time. Thank you. Well, and- all the abuse <laughs> that will happen. And Erica, she's the one replacing us. Why? Why me? Oh, you, oh shoot! I meant to say Erica. <laughs> Sorry, I said Kendra. dog on me. Dog I, I on thought I, too. I thought I said Erica. Oh my god! You said me. Oh my gosh! It's fine. It's fine. We'll all just dog on each other. That we'll way, dog it's, on it's each other. Even when it's even, everyone's just doing a tell-all. Exactly. You love it. I'm gonna get a package of peaches shit mail. That's oh <laughs> you will. You will. I definitely like there are some people like if I were to take vengeance on anybody, like I would I would train a bird to specifically shit on them. You know, like if there was ever someone I hated <laughs> enough, I would I that would be my form of vengeance. I wouldn't mail them poop. I would specifically train a bird to shit on them. But I don't there's no one that I want to I don't have the you'll dimes. be like a you'll you'll be trained you'll be training since like World War One, how they used to stick. Oh, they used to stick or like wrap up messages to like a a pigeon's foot and then like that's what you're gonna do precisely yes but yeah no i don't have the time too busy too busy you're so busy 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 girl boss gaslight what is the other thing gatekeep gatekeep gay wait gay keep or gate keep gate both in this well yes the answer yes 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 amazing um okay so for our poor episodes we will no longer be doing the books um we might like do one book and talk about it for one episode but we're going to like what liam calls like our variety special where we're picking topics and or just doing silly things um to keep it like like a yeah, be like a variety show that calls back to the to the original four episodes. Exactly. So if you guys have any topics um, that you would like to suggest, send us a message on Instagram, email me at erica at breachingextinction.com. Yeah. And, and if you are interested in uh, in in in, a list, in us talking uh, about some books, we are thinking about maybe like we'd read an entire book and then like just discuss it in a single four episode. Yes. That's an idea we've thrown around. Yes. Live, laugh, love. Gatekeep, girl boss. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. Exactly. Um, Gaylee, you're right. <laughs> All Gaslight, right, guys. girl boss? What? Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. Gatekeep, yeah. girl boss. Should that be? I think that's the title of this episode. Gatekeep, I don't <laughs> think it is. I think that may be a bit misleading for people. <laughs> That we may be making that statement about Alexandra Morton, which she's <laughs> not. Maybe so we can I go- would recommend not 
not naming it that okay if uh, I may be so bold yeah no I think that's fair and I'm glad that I threw it out here because I definitely would have just done it you know so I'm glad that I was I bounced that off of you guys so that we prevented a potential miscommunication yeah, it's a little misleading yeah um yes maybe we'll say bye Kendra bye Alexandra bye 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 yeah exactly. say that <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> perfect. She um, can. She can type it out. She can type. Perfect. <laughs> um. Well, what is feminism was- except being able to call each other? I think that's my favorite curse word. Is bitch. Is bitch and. and fuck. <laughs> yeah. What are your guys? Now you get to put explicit for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were doing really good. We were doing so good. Well, now that we're on the topic, what are your guys' favorite curse words? Uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> prob- uh, uh, probably, probably fuck and and uh and bad bastard. So okay. the inverse of um. Bastard doesn't have like a gender or sex added to it because yeah. technically I'm a bastard. Me too, Kendra. <laughs> but um, those are I good thought, ones. No, it does. Doesn't it? Doesn't bastard no, is just mean... a child born out of wedlock? Yeah. No, I know. I thought I thought it was just I thought it was just boys that were born out of wedlock. I, I learned that it was just any baby. Just any baby? I, okay. Yeah, I learned that too. My grandma told me I was one, so. Mine would uh, maybe prob- Maybe, I think so, sometimes I like to use Jesus and fuck together at the same time, so yeah, probably those two. I, I would say mine's just bitch. There's another one that it could be, but I'm not going to say it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've also, got, I've also got another. I, I also have one that I won't say on. on <laughs> well, note, it is, it's. It's just because I think of it as like a little more extreme than bitch. So if that is giving people an understanding of what oh, it is, yeah, immediately, yeah, 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 yeah. But I use it in like, <laughs> like an ironic. Um, it's giving yeah. that word. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like very in- rarely, like in oh, really oh. ironic humor situations. I think like, it might oh. be. Stop! Don't think, say it, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying it. I'm just. I'm just saying that I think I know what it is, and I think it's also the same. I think Kendra and I are thinking of the same word. Yeah, maybe. I literally don't say it often, but um. Yeah, same. same that is here. one I'm like. It's a. It's a funny with with my husband or friends that I'm like, ooh. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I feel also, you. Shit, that also works. I also like that. I love it. We covered so much today, including that, which um, a strong note to end on. That's just, it is a strong note to end on. And I think that that's where we leave it. And thank you everyone for being here. Maybe put in the uh, description if anyone just wants to avoid the conversation, like the <laughs> what time it starts at. <laughs> just stop, stop listening. Like, warning <laughs> for some reason we talk about expletives at this point onward so you stop listening just throw, throw the dolphin noises back in there again
Oh yeah, the stock the stock dolphin sound effect. That actually be kind of funny if you had if you edited it for everything we just said. Was yeah, just- every- please do- actually yeah, do that. Do that. Where it's just <laughs> dolphin noises. Constantly. When those. Yeah. I I feel like that's funnier, but then they won't they won't really know what our favorite curse words are unless I do it in the way where like you get the first like little sound of it like where it's like no let it yeah you know let it be like a te- maybe tease them a bit tease huh. all good thoughts we love it amazing all right well on that note thanks everybody for being here much love Kendra hopefully we'll see you soon. See you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.